Welcome everybody to a new episode of The Simple Christian. My name is Josue. Thank you guys for coming into a new episode, which today we'll dive into a new devotion. And so today is April 2nd, and the devotion title is called All Alone. What a coincidence, right? We're all sort of alone, sort of stuck, quarantined in our own places, hoping this uh, epidemic would just kind of slip on by. But unfortunately, it seems to be dragging back to back to back. It seems to be kind of... Uh, it's one of those moments in the in the film where you are like waiting for the end, for the justice, for the redemption, for the redeeming, for the ultimate eradication of evil, and the imploring of good and justice and and honoring and well the win right. And so today we'll be reading from uh, this devotion I'm reading is called the Impact Application. I mentioned this in my previous episode, and so today we'll check this out. And so let's follow up with the verse of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. And it follows. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. And so... We will be revisiting that verse at the end. And so let's actually start reading this beautiful devotion that I've actually read numerous times. Let's continue. He was all alone. There were people all around him, lining the streets as he slowly dragged across towards the hill at Calvary. But he was all alone. There were some watching this spectacle who were supportive of him. But most of those you would have thought he could count on had taken off when the heat got turned up. He was all alone, all the way to the cross, nailed to the cross and lying in a tomb. We know the feeling of being all alone. We've all been there. I've been there. You've been there. At any and every age in life, too many times we've have found ourselves facing something we hadn't planned on and couldn't get beyond hoping a ray of wisdom would fall down upon us from heaven. Instead, the clouds continued to gather, the sky darkened, and the lights went down. Too many times we found ourselves walking through life all alone, not sure which way to turn for help, not knowing who to trust, let alone who could possibly help. Too many times we've looked down a long Dark and winding roads stretched out before us, uncertain where it would lead, but knowing we had to go all alone, or it se- so it seemed. And then a stone was rolled away, and the tomb was empty. He is risen, and we are reminded that we are not alone. In the midst of all the stuff of life that overwhelms us at times, we are not alone. And knowing we're not alone provides us with the energy, even though faint (laughs) at times, to continue to press on, to punch our heads through the gathering clouds, knowing that He will provide a way through into the sunshine of every brand new day. He is risen for you and for me. We are never alone. That's the message of hope which millions around the world gather to celebrate each Easter. But Easter is not about millions, thousands, or hundreds gathering to celebrate and worship. 
Easter is about Christ, the risen Christ, breaking the chains of sin and death and connecting with that one person in need, that one person struggling to take just one more step. We've been there, feeling all alone with hopelessness, circling around and around for the final descent. But the message of Easter is that today and the way to the end of our lives and into eternity, hope reigns. Hopelessness has been defeated. We are not alone. Christ is risen. Christ is alive. That's the message of Easter. That's the message of the risen Christ. That's the message of today, tomorrow, and forever. We are not alone. Now I tell you, everyone who's listening, the impact application of this. Now actually the question is, are you feeling alone? Do you feel as Christ who was taking the cross as it was chiseling, as it was rubbing the wooden spikes on his back and he was going up the hill of Calvary? There were people around watching, people who may understand you, people who can try to sympathize for you, right? People sympathize for Christ as he was carrying that cross. People looked at Christ as he was carrying that cross, but they weren't carrying the cross. People see you having going through troubles and tra- traumas and tribulations, but they can see from the outside, but they don't know what it means to be in the inside. They can talk about storms in the outside, but talk about it and live through it while you're in the storm, while you're going through it. You are not alone. It may seem as if you're alone. And here we see that there are times where too many times we find ourselves walking through life all alone, not, sur- not sure which way to turn for help, not knowing who to trust, let alone who could possibly help. See, we have certain friends that we become codependent on, accountability buddies that we go and hope that they will call us, but that doesn't mean they were always going to be there, that mom and dad were always going to be there. Sometimes your bed as you're laying down can be a very, very like or similar to a tomb. You just feel alone and there's no way out of this. But I tell you, that when Christ rose from the tomb, when Christ defeated death, and there was no longer sting, and there was no longer depression, Christ brought hope into darkness. He brought light into darkness. He conquered death. And we can also conquer death in the very same fashion by clinging to Christ and no longer accepting defeats, but accepting victory. Because Christ never or will ever be defeated. See, as long as we're in Christ, defeated or being conquered will never be our position, will never be our place. Now, in this life, as long as we live, we will feel moments of defeat. We will feel moments of despair. We will feel. But see, feelings are not the final position. Feelings may make you feel as if you're not going to get to the place, but The reality is that we're positioned in victory in Christ. And though our depression, let's remind ourselves that Christ defeated it. And through Christ, we will defeat, we will win. And that we got victory in Christ. And so I tell you, those who are probably suffering from depression, I I tell people who are feeling alone, that we read again 1 Peter Chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ because of His great mercy. He has given us new birth 
right? Into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance, right? This is not a temporal, a temporal inheritance. This is not like a momentary inheritance. This is an eternal inheritance that is imperishable, right? Not something that can just break down and through dust and moth and someone can steal. No, this is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. It will never go away. You won't ever have to worry about it. It's expiration day. You won't have to worry about um, oxidizing. You won't have to worry about any of that because it's unfading. His promise will never fade. Undefiled, unfading, and is kept in heaven for you. That's the promise we have in Christ. Salvation. We have a reward, and our reward is heaven. And so I say, focus on Christ. People are listening, anyone who's listening. Focus on Christ. Remember that he rose. Everyone else who, who claims to be, a, to be divine, Every other religion who claims to have been a prophet or somewhat God or a deity, they're still buried in their tomb. They're still held captive in that tomb. That tomb is not opening. And if it were, and if it was to open, and someone so happens to feel curious to dig it up, they're not alive. Christ is still alive. And Christ has open communication with you 24-7. And right now, in the moment of despair, I pray that everyone, whether in depression or out of depression, whether in loneliness or no loneliness, talk with them and make that a daily relationship and make that daily commitment to have a living, not a dying relationship, but a living and active relationship with Christ. And so we'll end off with that and we'll follow up with a prayer. Father God, thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for conquering death and thank you for conquering um, evil, Lord. And we just pray that we will be the light, Father God, that we'll be reminded of your goodness, of the victory we have in you, Lord. And that we'll give you honor, praise, and worship and victory, Father God, for all you have done, even though we are undeserving and we curse you every day, Lord. I just pray that in your sovereignty and your mercy, Father God, you'll continue to guide us and sanctify us. And we'll continue to cling to the cross. And we saw this in Christ's name. Amen. Have a blessed day, everybody. And if anyone's interested or um, feels compelled uh, to write to me and share with me their story, and I can help you in any way or shape or form, you can do that. And I'll put the email on the section, description section below. That being said, God bless guys.